Hello and welcome to the Ted Jones World Podcast. I'm your host, Ted Jones, alongside Peter Moran. What is up, man? How you doing? Happy uh, Hanukkah. What's Saturday. Happy Hanukkah. No, Passover, honestly, coming up. You're not uh, Jewish, are you? No, no, but like oh, I like you know uh, I alliteration. Okay, I, I did yeah. know that. You did, because you talked about my bar mitzvah. Uh, that's before. right. I, don't, I actually don't know why I know that. You, well, you probably, I, I've yeah, it, you, you just, sure. you said you, it. You, you must have known. <laughs> Not that many people in the world are Jewish. I mean, obviously New York populated a yeah. ton of Jews, but like you talk about the, re- compared to the rest of the world, I think we're at a half a percent. Really? Something like that. Something really? very low. You guys yes. aren't even filling up a whole Less percentage? Yeah, it's crazy. It's all right. You're, well, you're part got, of all got, the people yeah, groups. Well, we got there. knocked out pretty bad, you know. That's true. I, I, <laughs> many a years ago. But that's true. No, we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> we're, we're How's not it going? Peter Moran, it's the weekend here, bro. We got the window cracked open, get some yeah. fresh air, you know. Uh, we love air, you yeah. and me. Dude, great little sweatshirt. Here. Nice. You're a champion, exactly like you. And, dude, you got the ripped jeans on. What the hell did you come here for? You think I'm going to like bang you or something? You look great. Well, now I feel like maybe. Yes, exactly. I, mean, I like that you you started describing the room. It was like, are we yeah. 60 seconds into the sure. episode and you're having a panic attack right, right now? No, because I was, I was a little bit hot at the beginning. Like Before I yeah. sat down, I was like, shit, am I going to get too hot? Like, like a hot, know, hot? And now like, we got the uh, air coming Like in. a temp. Temperature, temperature hot. hot. Yeah, okay, I was like, okay. Maybe like, I don't want to sweat sitting here. You know what I mean? I understand the champion sweater that you just referenced yes. is on me. By the way, I do like. And before I comment on on your t shirt, which oh, I do want to, I do have a, good, I have a good, I have a good. T- I, I like that that most episodes begin with a visual a description. Yeah, a visual compliment. <laughs> yeah, True. yeah. Something. You know? Most of these audio only episodes. So for those yes, listening exactly. right now. Uh, Ted is rocking a Ricky Williams, uh, very like weed heavy. Oh, it's a smoking Super Bowl okay, okay. 54 so, party. Yeah. Shirt. So, um, so wow. You just read those Roman numerals really quick. Nice yeah, work. So, uh, Ricky Williams star running back for the Texas Longhorns a number of years ago. Um, we're talking about like the 2000s. Yeah. Just interesting. You went with his college team over the Dolphins. Yeah. Well, move. I mean, because he was like, he was one of the best college running backs of all time. And in yeah. fact, they renamed the Texas Longhorn stadium after Ricky Williams. Did last they really? Year. Oh, yeah. wow. Um, so a huge year for him. He follows Ted Jones world on, uh, <laughs> Instagram. Shout out Ricky Williams. And yeah, if hope you you're don't know in. who Ricky Williams is, you really should. Um, we've been trying to get him on the pod for a little bit. He's super busy, but, uh, one of the main takeaways from Ricky Williams, one thing that I do admire about him is like throughout his whole career, he was very like nonchalant about um, like how much weed he smoked, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, didn't he, he, and he retired, but he had a bunch of times. Yeah. Then yeah. he failed a drug test or two. Yeah. And then he left. Just literally like me. Yeah. He left but. to Canada where, cause we're talking early 2000s, like 2005 yeah, sure. yeah. when he was decimating the Buffalo Bills, just gashing them for like 230 yards a game. And then he mm-hmm. left the Dolphins to go to Canada to smoke weed without anyone up in his business and be a healer. Right. So now he is more in like the healing game. Yeah, exactly. He has like a bunch of different like herbs and stuff like that. Not all THC, but like yeah. he's super into the, um, the marijuana game and thinks that like that is a way better healing mechanism than like the Vicodin and oxycodone yeah. that all these guys take, you know, for their Let me tell broken you, heads. If you're an NFL running back, I will take your word for what works. To yeah, exactly. Body. This dude is and, getting and like they're just putting they're just putting these poor guys on oxycodone for the next how many years? Which you know? is which is also just like a worse drug by pretty much all measures. Like sure. if, if you're a 14 yeah, like year a prescription old prescription cocktail. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a, you smoke a little weed, have a drink, whatever. Right. You take an oxy, have a drink, you black out. Yes, dude. Yeah. Like, there was a, there was a time in my, in my younger career of life. I'd say yeah. like 
15, 16 years old, when I used to take when I, I used to take Xanax and drink. And like we, me and my friends would You say fifteen, sixteen would, years yeah, old. Yeah, would black out no joke on the regular and like think it was yeah. cool. Yeah, that's that's like an I auto there blackout. Was a, yeah, there was like a okay. time when we thought blacking out. I was wanna cool. I wanna call you out a little bit. The first few episodes I was like, uh, Ted Jones, you know, like a New York guy and you don't drink. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, Oh, maybe yeah, you mellowed out because you yeah, because you like went too hard when you were young. Like, yeah. no, it really wasn't this. And now you're telling me at fifteen years old you were doing Zanny bars and drinking. Yeah. Well I mean I <laughs> definitely had i definitely had my like <laughs> i definitely had my nights you're you know? a cliche Tad. right like basically like i wouldn't be doing these things every night but like mm-hmm. when i did do it like i would get mm-hmm. super into it yeah you know what i mean like it was like okay maybe i haven't drinking for three weeks but now i'm gonna drink and like i'm gonna have seven eight drinks whatever like yeah the last time i i, I drank when was it? it was probably like a month ago maybe three yeah. weeks ago and i had it's eight white claws and yeah. then like a vodka soda too. So like when I drink, I definitely drink. Like I'm not having a casual drink at dinner. Like that's just a waste yeah. of fucking money and empty calories, bro. Yeah. I, I I feel that. I feel that. I just um I I'm starting to question your uh, what my honesty. honesty. Not honesty uh-huh. as much as like self assessment. The ability yeah, that's to interesting. you know yeah. Yeah. like like I don't think you tried to lie to me. I think yeah. you look back and you're like, no, nah, I didn't really go that hard in high school. And I'm like, but, oh, you were 15, 16, and like did. drinking yeah. on Xanax. Yeah, well, you it's did. also different. It's also like kind of how maybe you're picturing how you, maybe your high school right. went. You're like, I mean, your high school life. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, definitely it's, opposite it's kind, ends. Yeah, of it's the kind spectrum. of like it's like it's it's like relative. Like I know. Um, I know a handful of kids who ended up going to rehab, whether that was yeah. their, their parents just like couldn't take them anymore or they really thought that their child was sick in some way. <laughs> but like I knew kids who were sober by age 22. Yeah. that's You know, it's like, dude, what the fuck yeah. were you doing from it's the ages of 16 timeline. to 21 <laughs> that like now like at age 22, you're 100 days sober. You what? know what? This ties in well. I want to try something uh, different because this actually ties in well to the email we have oh. uh, for okay, this episode. You want to do an so, email? Yeah, so, let's, let's break out the email right now. Who cares? Dude, you know we what? make the goddamn show, so we do the goddamn schedule here, you're, pal. You're right you about that. You do whatever you want. Go ahead. This is from Listener Lewis. Listener email, Lewis. Okay. Yeah, Lewis. Cool. You know, why Why would we not get into this right yeah. now? He's from 24, cool. and his friend he is... He's from t- 24, the TV <laughs> show. He's from 24. Yeah, Keeper Sutherland <laughs> is... <laughs> Yeah, he used to go by the name Kiefer. Yeah. Speaking of uh, twenty four, yeah. um, what a great show that just hours stopped getting day. better. Yeah, after. I didn't. I never actually caught on to that show. I'm not really like a shooters guy, you know. Yeah. Like kind of maybe like Ocean's Eleven, maybe, but yeah, never really was yeah. into the Bond stuff. Although Pierce Brosnan was in my dream the other night. It was kind oh, of interesting. Crazy. What, what was he doing? Um, I think we were at a cocktail party together. Man. Okay, that's a guy something to go to a cocktail like, yeah, party. Something with. like very valid that like I woke up and I was like, hmm, that what was were, a fun party last night. What were you night. wearing? I had way too many drinks. <laughs> he was wearing a suit. I must have been wearing just my like chic casual, just basically chic. what I'm wearing right now, except <laughs> oh, the damn. white tee, not my like Ricky Williams weed t-shirt. Okay. All right. Well, uh, you probably would have had better uh, conversation at the party if yeah. you rocked the Ricky Whale. Yeah, that's probably true. Uh, Go ahead. All right. Let's talk to Lewis. Lewis, 24 years old. Go ahead. Says, hey, guys, been a big fan of the pod because you guys are both super real on it. Hell yeah. That's why I wanted to get your thoughts on something. My friend is an alcoholic. Not the joking, oh, like, wow. oh, I drink too much. I'm an alcoholic kind. Not the fun party guy kind that drinks a ton every day, acts like a maniac, and ends friendships because he did stupid stuff while he was drunk. Kind of mm-hmm. alcoholic. All right. We, 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 everyone... He referenced that and everyone thought of <laughs> everyone thought of a specific person. And Ted thought, what would be a good noise to go with? <laughs> uh, th- that's a great description. We get it. Uh, okay. It's bad and he's admitted it but won't stop. And during this pandemic, it's like hard to blame him. I've listened to you guys talk about kicking the habit of ketamine and gambling. Ketamine, gambling. Uh, and 
I'm wondering if you guys have any thoughts on how to talk to this guy. Sincerely, Desperate. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Um, well, that's a that's said, an okay. interesting age yeah, to yeah, like, yeah. you know. Okay, so let me ask you a little bit of a personal question here, which I'm sure you'd be happy to address. How did you kind of wean off of you gambling, or like, is it not as bad for sure as it was in the past? Would you say? Well, two significant times that I quit. There were a few times when I quit when I was like. I had no money to begin with. I ran out of that money, and it was a forced quit. But, and then, but had you lo- you'd lost money? And like lost, now you were like, all right, I don't have any money. I'd lost the money, and I had no money. Like, I, I just could not gamble because I had no gambling money. Okay. Then there were two significant quits. One was a credit card debt quit, and it was because, like, word was getting out. I was being financially irresponsible. Someone stepped in and was like, you got to shut this out. Wait, like you owed Chase? Like a, yeah, so I like owed credit money? cards. Okay. I owed credit cards. It when, wasn't like when loan was this? sharks. Like the f- first time. 2018. Twenty eighteen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was that was significant, and that was very difficult. I made some promises. That that. Oh helped my with it. god! Yeah, the uh, promises are <laughs> promises. Are, yeah, accountability. <laughs> it it matters. It like matters. Accountability right. and accountability yeah. to someone that like came to me with a like, hey. You don't need to lie to me about this. I know it's bad. Tell me how bad it is. What can we do? But like you owed this person money. I didn't or owe the person like, money. You no, like, no. I only do it like twice a week or whatever. It right. Is. It was more of that. And I didn't I didn't owe any people money. So it wasn't trouble in that regard. It was credit cards, but those run up and, and you can get into deep trouble, obviously. Yeah. And that's where I was. Okay. So so it was probably it was about like I had to address it. I had to admit, yeah, no, this is a problem. I'm losing a lot of money. I'm running on money. I'm kind of lying about it. Now it's out. I'm not being judged, uh-huh. but we know there's an issue. Let's address this issue. This is all internally, you mean? Yeah, that's okay. where I was at. That's that's where I was at um, because because someone spoke to me about it. Uh, and that was, or it was still difficult, but to get through the initial of just like, every time I was bored, I was doing whatever, I'm going to do that. It's not, it's not the same level of addiction. It's just like, oh my God, I need to make money. It's just like, all right, I'm not doing something. Now I'm going to do that thing. It's such a habit. Whenever you do something that consistent. Yeah, absolutely. But the habit, you can shake a habit. Everyone says it like in 21 days and it's very true. Right. So, so that was a big thing. The second time kind of came naturally to where I played so much for so long that like I became exhausted. And sorry, how long was this after you had, I guess, quit? Two years later, two years. So maybe within the last year, no? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was during quarantine. It was early quarantine. Um, yeah. And because it was quarantine, I was playing way more. And I think that just burnt me out. And it was kind of a natural quit. Uh, it still wasn't a great situation, but that was that was more easy. But th- all that to say, like, it's still something that can come back to bite you. Like, it's not the same with gambling. You can win money, obviously, mm-hmm. if as it would be with, with heroin where there's no upside. Yeah, you know? true. Uh, right. But but everyone says about alcoholism, like relapsing is part of it. Every addiction, yeah. that's part of it. So anyway, that was, that was kind of how I got out. So I think um, for the most part, it just sounds like it was you being able to be like, all right, like this is not. But there was there was a, not a literal intervention, but there was intervention from a loved one. Do you think you're talking about the second time? The first time. Okay. But do you think that if that f- intervention didn't happen the first time, you might have kept going the second time? Like maybe the first time you would have knocked it by yourself. The second time the definitely second time put more pressure. Worse. Yeah. Yeah. The second time definitely right. put so more pressure on me to get out. Exactly. Because you knew that like, all right, this first time, like you were accountable and like you, you failed for the most part. And then the second time you were like, all right, I don't want to get called out again. Right. That's awful. Right. Fear. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, um, I think, Lewis, for right now, I'd say like a good question too to kind of ask a person looking like the outside in, like what do you, what do you kind of like? Are you looking to 
Like, what is the end goal with this exact thing that you're doing every single day? Yeah. You know, like, are you looking to get better every single day? Because if you're looking to get better every single day, you can't be having four drinks a day. Yeah. Right. Maybe like it'll it'll work in the short term and you see things like it's not helping the cause getting, no matter yeah, which way not, you look you're at it. Getting un, like, it's unhealthy, yeah. you're ruining relationships. Uh, while at the same time, yeah, you're hanging out with a bunch of people and they're drinking at that specific time, but chances are they're not drinking as much as you. So yeah. obviously it's a more, it's a bigger red flag for Lewis's friend than that's, it would be for sounds, other people that like are going to brunch with them on Saturday. Or yeah. Something. That sounds like what's going on here. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'd say like it, it is a matter of really realizing that um, oneself that like, all right, I got to stop doing this, but it, it helps to hear it from people around you. You know, people around you notice like, when things are not the same, when you're acting differently. And, and to hear that, that'll kind of wake you up, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I, I remember I was, this was probably like two and a half years ago, I was the heaviest I've ever been. I was like fat for what I would consider fat, myself. Fat. Yeah, I was like, oh, probably close to 200 pounds, never worked out. <laughs> And I was like 20 pounds you're dis- overweight. You're disgusting. I was like 20 you pounds overweight. For I don't sure. even, don't say anymore. My back was hurting. I had like a bad hamstring. So I would just like sit around and almost every single night after eating dinner, I'd have a fat bag of trail mix, <laughs> the M&Ms, peanuts, everything. So like, you know, that's like an extra 600 calories, whatever, yeah. a whole bag. And it took for one of my boys to be like, like, dude, you're looking a little bigger. And yeah, I know that was not a good looking bigger, you know, like you'll know, yeah, like, yeah. oh, man, damn, dude, you're looking bigger, putting on some size. You know. And, you know, when you're hitting the you're hitting the gym, hard body six days a week, that's yeah. a different type of bigger. <laughs> it's than, hard. Yeah. Then your then your buddy just being like, oh, like, yeah, man. Or, or you ask your buddy for real. You know, there's always I, there's always self-accountability in asking something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I can take that. Um, in a very serious ma- like matter, if I ask one of my friends something and I hold their opinion in high regard, maybe Lewis, I mean, your boy in this situation would probably hold you in high regard if you really, if you really do care about him and know that he's ruining relationships by drinking yeah. uh, consistently. Like, maybe he's just got to settle down. You know, it's very difficult to stop drinking once you are starting off like going to all these brunches and going to all these social yeah. gatherings because that's where you're supposed to drink. You know, yeah. and I think like it's it's like you're. The first few nights or whatever of not drinking has to be, you have to be by yourself. You mm-hmm. know, you got to switch like the vodka to water, switch the white wine to a soda, something like that. Just getting into the groove. And then the next step, which is obviously a huge step, is not drinking at, at the um, all-inclusive brunches, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's tough because part of me thinks he says, uh, you know, the, uh, it's a little difficult to understand here because he talks about, you know, he's ruining relationships. That means he's around people. He's doing messed up stuff because right. he's gone too far. Yeah. But there's also the the pandemic layer, and he says it's hard to stop during that, which makes me think there's a decent amount of solo missions occurring. How do you mean in this he's, guy? Like he's, like, drinking by himself? I mean, yeah, just it's just like, like... Too many drinks? Yeah, but but here's the thing. You're 24. This guy's probably a similar age. Yeah. You can definitely, like, handle this. This is the, this is what I would encourage him the most. Is like, he's not a 50-year-old alcoholic that is literally his body is destroyed and he's dependent on this and he's going to be going through withdrawals right, like yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. He's been drinking for, you know, probably a reasonable yeah, amount of years, years to where... Yeah, exactly. That. Exactly. So I think this is, like, I don't mean to be like, ah, it's whatever. It sounds like it's a problem, but it's not the your body's being destroyed alcoholic. It's that this guy can't handle his liquor and he's a mess alcoholic. And that's maybe more embarrassing to address, but you got to be like... Dude, yeah, throw some activities that don't involve drinking this way. Try yeah. to help him out, see if he can get there on his own. If you're your boys with this, he's admitted it. Tell him, you know, maybe it's coming a problem again. Yeah, and also, I mean, if you're seeing something like outwardly, you know, you're seeing your boy go through something, like it won't hurt to say anything bad. You know, yeah. like, what it's not like 
you're telling him his girlfriend's cheating on him. And then he's like, dude, what do you mean? No, she's right. not. She's perfect. And then six months later, he finally realizes that, you know, she's cheating on him. I Wait, I, I mean, that yeah. could that could be like similar, you know, like he tells you, you're, Lewis, you tell him he's having a drinking problem. He doesn't realize until he hits rock bottom six months later. But yeah. everyone's going to do whatever the hell they want to do. Anyways. I know. Yeah. You cannot get this guy out in in in. I don't know if like an intervention is a great idea, but yeah. when, if the opportunity to talk yeah, yeah, to him yeah, yeah, comes yeah, totally. up and it sounds like it will come. Yeah. Then I would go in the encouraging direction. Like this isn't, this isn't life ruining at this point. You're fine. Just don't let it get there. Chill yeah. out now to talk to him in that way. And also it's kind of a tough time that age, you know, like you're out of college and things are usually a little bit slow. You know, when you're in your first couple of years out of college, you're not making as much money. You're not potentially doing something that you really love doing. Right. And, uh, you know, people drink a lot when they're that age. Like, I remember when right. I was 23, 24, like, that was probably the most I had ever really drinking, you know? Like, totally. If, like, now, so looking back four or five years, it's, it's completely different. It's night and day. So, yeah. some people also have higher tolerance. So, this is a difficult age. But, I mean, if your boy is making a fool out of himself, he's making a fool out of himself. Right. And that's he's being unhealthy. That's, so, like, that's the like issue. That, that's where it's at. It's like, it's fine. You're 24 and you drink a lot, especially in a pandemic. Like, shocker. You're not... You're, there's nothing weird about that. It's obviously not great, but like no one's like, oh my God, you're out of control because you drink a lot. It's about the behavior when you do so. And and unfortunately, this guy doesn't seem to be able to handle it. So that's the angle you got to come from. Yeah, Lou, uh, Lewis, yeah, for sure. Take his uh, ear to the side and, uh, yeah. you know, just pluck let, it off like know, Mr. Let Potato Head. Yeah, let him know you're worried about that. Did you hear about Mr. Potato I Head? Did. You mean Potato Head? Yes, exactly. <laughs> they don't have Mr. and Mrs. anymore. Uh, yeah, what do you, what do you think? I, I, I I don't know because like there was it was such a um, it was such like a line in the ground like Mrs. Potato yeah. Head had that pink little hat. I remember just like yeah. from specifically from like Toy Story. That's how I, I'm remembering Mr. and Mrs. Yeah. Potato Head. Well, that's so. got to be the only reason anyone ever had a Mr. Potato Head or a Mrs. Potato Head was because of Toy, of Toy Story, Story right? Oh, like, well, yeah, like I, don't know. I mean, I, think I mean not literally the only reason, right. but pretty much that had to be. I mean, this is this is what I think. Yes. I think it's really, really stupid and not because there shouldn't be trans representation or non-binary representation. Sure. It's because it's a, it's a plastic toy and pretending <laughs> this is, this is the issue. And this is what happens with every single thing in America slash like the modern world pretty much. Okay. Everything gets stolen by the corporations, right? Everything is used for advertising, et cetera. So people are being more comfortable expressing their identity right now. And the corporations are like, how can we uh, make money off cash this? in on that? Right. Yeah. So, so it's really dumb. I get why people do it because there's a ton of people talking about it now and they're probably going to make money off it. So I right. get why companies do it, but companies are 99% evil and, uh, you know, they're they're just capitalizing up. They don't care about you. They're not even a person. They don't have feelings. It's just a corporation. It's just a, it's just a big-ass bank account. Yeah, and I think more so over the past year, we've really seen things change when the masses kind of change. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, people going on to social justice reforms accounts and stuff like that. Just things that things that the people, the majority of people are paying attention to. It seems yeah. like the corporations want to cash in. Right. Exactly. Nothing, anything from a corporation means nothing means anything ever. Even the bad opinions, even, <laughs> even though like, even if they were like, we only recognize two genders that doesn't mean anything for the people that are into that. That's right. just them saying, hey, the people that say there are only two genders are probably going to buy more of our stuff now because right. of the, it's just Dr. Seuss got canceled and now yeah, everyone's like, anti-cancel culture, we got to buy Dr. Seuss. It's like, yeah. if you want Dr. Seuss, buy Dr. Seuss. He's not sure. canceled. We're just recognizing that he hated Jewish people. Okay, what about, what about uh, Goya Beans? Do you know about this? 
I don't only that like Trump's weren't into it. Yeah. So um, like the guy who created Goya Beans is saying that Trump is like the legitimate president and he got cheated out of this. Really? Like, 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 like a my pillow guy level. Yes. Of- but crazy. Like to the point where people are not buying Goya beans anymore. And also the grocery store that I go to over here only has Goya, Goya beans. Bean. The thing is, it's like one seventy nine, And yeah. then the other beans are like three twenty five. Really? I'm like, all right, I got to pick and choose. How much here. Is it? Like, it's I a buck forty six to right be a good now, person. Yeah. For literally for right now, like I'll finish my Goya's and then, yeah. I don't know. I don't think I don't know if I'm going to eat them again. Lewis, by the way, thank you so much for writing in Ted Jones world at gmail.com. And I yeah. think the uh, the final thing that we have here to say about that is that you should find the right time to tell your friend that he has an issue. Right, right. Right time. Right relationship. It sounds like if he said something to you, you have that relationship. Yeah. But like, you know, you use your mind yeah, keep and your don't eyes peeled. don't go after him. You're destroying your life. Go at him from a like. Maybe someday you might destroy your life, so it's casual now. Get rid of it now. It's fine. That's that's how I was approached by gambling. It's like, you're young. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Get, nip it in the butt early. Yes. So um, going back to, I guess, this cancel culture, would yeah. you stop eating something? Or in the past, have you stopped like going somewhere because of some issue or incident? I'm trying to, I'm trying to recall if I, I ever have. Uh, I don't know about a specific food. There's there are artists whose product I won't listen to anymore. Here's oh, really? Pretty much. I'll I'll draw like a pretty straight line. If you if it comes out that you are a rapist or a pedophile, I'm probably done with your okay product. That's fair. I'd say those if you are have like an the opinion, two top, yeah, the two top tiers for sure for yeah. canceling someone that are it, very valid. In my yeah, opinion. those well, like an art Ke- like an, for example, an R. Kelly and a Harvey Weinstein. Right. No problem with those guys. You know, going down. Right, exactly. Now I'm not gonna turn on ignition, uh, or remix, or whatever. See, that's all. That's also a thing. Like you kind of, re, you kind of have to sort through. You know what is really acceptable, or what is needs to be fully canceled, and what kind of like goes under those lines, or whatever. Like, are you totally. never gonna watch a movie that Harvey Weinstein has invested in? Like, yeah. it'd be tough. Like you, you know, you'd have to know a lot of fucking movies, and also same thing with like. Uh, R. Kelly's discography. He's been wor- he's yeah. worked with Jay Z. He's worked with everyone yeah. in the business. Like so how connected? Like kind of to tough. Yeah. It's yeah because because the reality is we have spent decades and <laughs> because American culture is is dominated by powerful people and powerful people abuse their power, right. sexually or otherwise. Yeah. So everything like all these major things, whether it's like popular products or music or, or TV, whatever it is someone really bad has their hands on it because most of the really powerful people that can do stuff like that, a lot of those people are really bad people that do really sure, bad things. Sure. Um, but it's always kind of pushed onto the consumer. Everything. Everything. Let's it's get like, anti- let's see how the know, consumer feels. Can I get Should like... Should we cancel them? Maybe not. I don't know. Like Tory Lanez, like, okay, we'll let him slide for right now. Which is... Which is I mean, there is no canceling in hip-hop because if you say we're going to pick apart your behavior in hip-hop, the whole... All of hip hop is bragging about how bad a person you are. Ninety yeah. percent <laughs> of hip hop, it is women are my Guns, possession. Drugs, I will have bitches. sex with them whether they want to yeah. or not. Right. I sell so many drugs and I will fucking kill you. Uh-huh. That is ninety percent of hip hop. Some great beats, some great beats, yeah. some great songs, and, some obvi- and obviously great lyrics too. But like yeah. a lot of stories involve crimes. Yeah, yeah, and so bad shit. There will never be any sort of canceling in hip hop because they would be the most hypocritical thing ever. Like if you, you can't you can't acknowledge like, Maybe. like there is there are artists that talk about very real things in hip hop, very important things, uh, social social justice oriented yes. things that are pushing against it. But but thematically, hip hop is so centered around 
oneself and trying to portray this big grand image of yourself. Well, I think yourself is I'm a bad guy. Is. Don't yeah. mess with me on a pedestal, whatever I mean, sort of pedestal that kind and, of. Is. And we talk about cancel culture, like like the chief and the biggest reason you should be canceled are like the people that are coming out as as rapists, pedophiles, etc. Like yeah. like there is nothing more misogynistic than than hip hop. Like you can't yeah. you. It would be the most hypocritical thing ever to be like, yeah, this rapper sounds like maybe he doesn't respect women. It's like, don't pretend that yeah. the <laughs> genre as a whole even flirts with the line of, of right. respect. So, And, and there have been so few women that have come back and kind of like tried to do the same thing at, at men. You know, whether yeah. I, I'm not even sure what the word would be. Not misogynistic. Obviously, I, I mean, like, yeah, because whatever, the, like there is no against men, you know, like it's like little Kim way back in the day. And now there's like Meg the Stallion, Cardi B, and like Nicki yeah, Minaj. Yeah, but it's not against said, men. Yeah, it's not against men at all. It's just like sexual in a, in a yeah. way that men have had have been doing for a very long time. You know, yeah. it's not Will Smith singing "Getting Jiggy" with it anymore. You know, it's a <laughs> yeah, lot. Will Smith than that. is isn't isn't going to get canceled. But and and no one. My point basically in hip hop is like hip hop, and I listen to plenty of it. Is so oriented around him doing the bad thing proudly sure. that like you're not going to yeah. cancel people in that. But I will say. The, I think the biggest way in which we've dropped the ball as a society with cancel culture is that yeah. we have lumped everything together. And now this person that should be in prison is lumped into the same group as the guy that like 10 years ago tweeted a slur when he was 15. And now when people push back against that person being canceled, it seems like you're pushing back against the criminals that are canceled as well. And, uh, you know, we're the masses are great at being manipulated. You know, hop on social media, tell me how I should feel, and I'm going to act that way because if I don't act that way, everyone's going to hate me. Now, did you hear... Follow um, me on Twitter. I'm yeah. Peter Moran. <laughs> did you um, hear about this actor who, like, Army Hammer, who's like a cannibal? Yeah. You hear about this guy? Yeah. So I, I, I'm, I'm confused as to how we can cancel a, a guy like this. Now, while, while his, um, you know, his pops was like a super uh, rich oil tycoon or his, his, excuse me, his grandfather was. And I guess he just, um, you know, stumbled into the Hollywood scene and um, became an actor. But his like his fetish with cannibalism is now getting him uh, canceled. It, you it, heard about this? That was that was kind of the tip of the iceberg. It sounds like some some bad stuff went on beyond right. that. Like he was that, just a creepy dude in general, and that is kind of and and that's another you know I'm that's another area when when it comes to things that aren't sexual assault directly and aren't mm. like you can't take criminal action against the ability to expose someone as a bad person that is being abusive, but not in a way that's technically criminal. Yeah. That is like a way in which cancel culture could effectively be leveraged. Right. We just need to focus it on the right thing like that. Just not, you know, the person <laughs> you, sh we need some room. Sorry. We need some room for forgiveness for people that said something stupid online when they were 15. Mm -hmm. We need room for forgiveness for that. And sure. not for people that have like a long history of sexual abuse. Right. So like this, we need to recognize the difference. So this guy, uh, Army Hammer, he's on shows like Gossip Girl, did voiceovers for The Simpsons, American Dad. Wait, he was um, on Gossip Girl? Yeah, for four episodes. His name was Gabriel Edwards in 2009. Um, was in a number of movies, Cars 3, Hotel Mumbai. But um, like his former girlfriends were saying like he was just manipulative, abusive. And another, another ex-girlfriend claimed that Hammer branded her by carving the letter yeah. A near her vagina and was as, was serious in wanting to have her lower ribs removed so he could eat them. What the hey, fuck? I mean, I mean like, that, that, like that, that sounds like cancel culture. You know, like taking ribs out of a human and eating them like pork ribs. I'm, That's why I'm goddamn vegan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, 
mean, I mean, yeah. If you make that suggestion, you should just like. I, I guess weird. you can't put it's you in prison different. for that, but you shouldn't be around people. I'm sorry. We need to establish some sort of social behavior. But if I suggest eating fault, your ribs, dude? yes. I mean, unless okay, you so just want to. Then let's go back to addictions. You know, like people have addictions that are looked on on society. Like, oh, a lot of people have that. Is yeah. that just because a lot of people show that they have that? Like, how I many mean, people do you think are would want to actually eat other people? Cannibals? Very, 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 very few. Right, but how do we know? Like, how many people are pedophiles and shit? Like, you don't know a good amount, you, right? And that's illegal. Crazy. But, but, but like, at least we have law pr- protecting. I think it. you're right in saying that everyone getting together and, and everyone being bunched together in the cancel culture is wrong. But like, I don't. There's such a there's such a fine line, man. You know, like Kevin Hart cheating on his wife years ago. You know, he got in trouble for a couple months. People were like, "Oh, Kevin Hart's a pig." Like now, look at him. He's a superstar. Yeah. Um, well, he he didn't really get canceled for that. He had some like homophobic slurs on his Twitter from like eight years ago. Right, right, right. Like I do that. remember that too. Because that's like, a, a big apology. Well, this is the thing. Like, fine. Like you cheat on your wife or your husband. Like that's not a great. We all agree that that's not a cool thing to do, but it's not illegal. Yeah, right. And it's not. Like, like those things are you're far right, more complicated. Right, right. I don't know. You, that, get canceled you know, something like that's that. something you deal with in your personal life. You deal with the the fallout from that with the person you cheated on. Right. You know, with your family. Um. Yeah. I. I. I think trying to police. I mean, I don't know. I. I do. I do think that cancel culture has be has based been based in probably a good reality, but it's done itself a disservice because it's so zealous that we're trying to take down people for things that they shouldn't be taken down. And we're denying anyone any sort of forgiveness. And that takes away from the condemnation that should be emphasized sure. on like the real bad. Sure. Offenders. But we're like, we're, 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 um, we're forgiving Justin Timberlake after him not mm-hmm. saying anything about ripping Janet Jackson's uh, top off. I don't think know, he was forgiven for that. Um, I think we just didn't have that culture at the time. People could get away with stuff. No, we didn't no, I'm talk talking about, about as much. now. They're just, they're just yeah. now bringing it up, you know, how yeah. many years later. Yeah. So it's also kind of like in the within the last like year and a half, people have kind of been bringing up old receipts. You know, yeah. I don't want I don't want to say that none of this shit has been bad, but like think about the interviews with like you know looking back on Paris Hilton and shout out Lindsay yeah. Lohan and looking uh, at yeah. like um, all these like old celebrities and how men were treating them during interviews. Like it was misogynistic, as yeah. we had said before, and it's taken a while for all of us to realize that these things are wrong. Maybe it's taken like a year of just sitting in the house and looking on social right. media and looking at old clips, stuff like that. Yeah. It, it is a thing where it, I, I can't really speak that also like, you know, as a guy, I can't feel the, the same pain and have the right amount, like the appropriate anger and reaction as, as a woman would seeing like this was accepted. This was normalized. Even now, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. still really bad. 10 years ago, we'll look back at 2021 and be like, wow, so sexist. But, yeah, yeah, but yeah, like, for real. but, uh, I, I, there is no perfect way to go about this. There's no perfect way. Lessons are being taught, hopefully, and yeah, that's great. Totally, yes. But it, what, new lessons. For sure. I think about like if you, there, there should also be. We should look at people's age and stuff. That's a big thing too. Like if you look at me from the age of sixteen or seventeen to like nineteen, twenty, like I'm embarrassed by pretty much every single thing I've I said, from, from offensive to stupid. Yeah, me too. Um, like discuss it with my opinions. Five years from now, I'll probably look back and cringe at a lot of things I, right. I thought now. So exactly. we need to allow people to grow. Uh, especially like underdeveloped, like teenagers and whatnot. Yeah. They, like they some of the mistakes, questions but. they were asking Britain, like in this Britney Spears documentary, I watched like some of the questions they were yeah. asking this 19 year old girl, like, yeah, what the hell? Oh, are you? Like you're a 50 year old man asking a 19 year old girl this. Yeah. Yeah. Like very inappropriate. The, like on national TV asking her cup size. Yeah. Or yeah. Literally stuff like that. All right. So Peter, um, wrapping up this episode here, it is now approaching a year later since, um, I guess basically the entire country shut down. So what, 
Um, what did you do like almost right around a year ago today that you were like, what the heck was I doing, doing that, especially in a, a Corona time? Well, there has been no personal growth in this last year cause I've been on my couch drinking. Sure. But, uh, yeah, I mean this, this time, this is what happened this yeah. time last year. Let's hear it. Uh, I went to a show that I was supposed to perform on. Uh, it was a living room show. Because you could pack a ton of people into so a also, living room. You were room. supposed to do also the show that I was throwing too. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, oh, that was that, that was like two weeks phenomenal. away at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I go to someone I didn't know. It was like living room. We got like seventy people in there. We're doing a show. Jesus. It's great. Uh, you know, I did like a little taking my clothes off during the show. Yeah, uh, it was a little bit I was doing at the time. Fun time. We we're having some drinks afterwards. Someone passes me a joint. I hit it, and then I fall and hit my head on a table on my way down. What? And I pass out for a second, <laughs> and uh, and then like someone brings me to. And then I'm in the bathroom being like, uh, like helped by a med. Oh med, my god! By like a he wasn't pre med. He was a med student. He knew uh-huh. his, he's like he's checking your heart. Yeah, he's pulse. checking like making sure. Yeah. You, do you have a concussion? This that. my head kidneys. hurts a little bit. Yeah, he's like, okay, here's what's going on. By the way, guy was so condescending to me. I could not stand it. And I'm freaking out because I thought, oh, I can cuss myself. I'm going to. I don't feel it now because I'm so wasted. But tomorrow I'm going to wake up and realize like I'm a vegetable. This is what's going to happen. This is my paranoia. But if it's not a big thing, am I about to pay for an ambulance, go to a hospital, get like a $10,000 bill yeah, and it be for fun. nothing? And it took me about 30 minutes until my friends uh, realized and were able to point to me is like, you're just so deliriously high. And that's the issue. You didn't damage your head and get concussed. You're just, you're just so high. It's right. insane. So you feel nuts. And then, uh, uh, after that panic, it turned out into a good night. Maybe like two days worth of anxiety. Uh, <laughs> no coronavirus. <laughs> no, no corona. No corona. But seventy people. It was like could have. They, yeah, a lot I of mean, people there probably got it. It was right before. It was probably Our a week spreader. before we were like, oh, we should be inside. It would have been the worst thing ever to do two two weeks later. Seventy people inside sharing drinks, joints, et cetera. Like like it was a super spreader event two weeks before we found out those existed. You know, legitimately we would uh obviously be interested to hear what the hell you guys were doing in this week a year ago. Uh Peter, you know what? I will tell you what I was doing um, a year ago uh, this week, but uh, you know, why don't we save it for the next episode, yeah, eh? All right, let's all get right, it done. Perfect. I'll let you guys know what the hell I was doing this time last year. TedJonesWorld at gmail.com. Hit us up on email. I'm Peter Moran on just about every social media outlet. And uh, we will see you guys next time. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to the Ted Jones World Podcast with Peter Moran. Don't forget to rate, comment, subscribe. We got new episodes for you every Monday, Thursday, Saturday at 2 a.m. Hell yeah. with Peter Moran. Don't forget to rate, comment, subscribe. We got new episodes for you every Monday, Thursday, Saturday at 2 a.m. Hell yeah.